everybody welcome back to wicked good show the the ricky rick and morty uh god ben what are we calling this uh get shrifty i don't know the, the get swifty spinoff of wicked good show uh you just heard him but I, i'm brian joined with my friend ben sharon ben how are you how's, how's it going maybe it's maybe we do like uh brian and ben get swifty brian and ben know. get swifty all right that Hey, I like it. That could be a good, good working title for this spinoff. Of course, the main show, Wicked Good Show. We're covering the second episode of the new season of Rick and Morty. Ben, are you ready to get into it? Yeah, I'm ready to get into the old man in the seat. I actually looked up the name of the episode this time. Oh, very nice. Very yeah. No, I edited it out when we were looking for it last time. So, as far as anyone knows, you had it right off the top of your head. Until now, now that I, I don't, I don't know what you're talking. I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> oh man! So uh, before the show started, we talked about how we wanted to maybe instead of breaking it down frame by frame, uh, beat by beat, we wanted to kind of talk about the story from a macro level. Is that right? Yeah, just so we're not just uh, you know, so you don't like come from the show and just like listen to us describe the show, the show again, again. <laughs> that's, fair. that's fair that's uh that's a fair so i guess what did you think of the old man in the seat uh i actually really liked it. i think that was uh above average episode i think that it was better than episode one which is mm-hmm. uh i'm actually surprised i've seen uh, a couple of people say that they didn't like the episode online ah, interesting uh, which, have they said why I don't, I don't know uh they said that it was just like nonsensical and pointless but i mean that's like it's like a lot, lot of these episodes about, yeah i can so, say that about most of rick and morty yeah yeah um you know the the like whole idea is like to derive meaning from the nonsense right yeah i mean i thought it was a a fun kind of kind of a sad uh episode and also you know interesting direction they've taken this season this is two episodes in a row where the main rick and morty spent the entire episode apart from one another yeah so we had like the like an episode when we had rick going through the whole uh uh dying and being reborn situation while uh morty was uh being corrupted by the death crystal and here we have rick tracking down uh this a guy tony who is uh using his uh secret toilet while morty is running off with jerry trying to fix the fact that jerry almost uh got the entire world destroyed yeah so pretty classic jerry uh shenanigans in this episode wouldn't you say yeah i mean you can always count on jerry to not do anything right ever <laughs> and you know also adding on to that we got some big guest stars in this episode we had Taika Waititi. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We had Jeffrey Wright from Westworld, and Sam yep. Neill from Jurassic Park. It's pretty insane. Yeah, a lot, <laughs> a lot of a lot of big uh, a lot of big names, uh, and uh, it's it's it was really fun to hear uh, to hear Jeffrey Wright say that he's a shy pooper. <laughs> it was it was very uh, fun. Um, <clears throat> so, what did you think? Uh, what did you take away from that from Rick's subplot? Yeah, I mean, I think that was probably the the more interesting of the two, like, primary plots of the episode, mm. uh, where, like, the, the Jerry and Morty 
uh, plot was a little bit, you know, kind of more lighthearted and fun and mm. like ridiculous. Right. Whereas like Rick had like that kind of ridiculous to it in a couple of uh, scenes. Yeah, and it, it was very sad, uh, especially the final scene where uh, Rick is sitting on the uh, the toilet after he's found out that Tony has died. Mm. Um, I think a lot of the uh, like overall theme of the episode is just that like that Rick is not the kind of person who allows people to get emotionally like close to him, mm. uh, and so you have this guy uh, who like there's you know uh like potential friendship chemistry there but like mm. rick is kind of putting on this facade that he's just trying to uh like get him killed or like to uh like drive him away mm. um yeah and so it's kind of this weird dichotomy because of like rick's personality mm. yeah i think uh we've, we've spent a lot of seasons kind of establishing rick is this you know, renegade loner type who really only cares about uh, really only cares about his family when it's convenient for him. Not, uh, but we're starting to break down the barriers a little bit. We're starting to get a softer Rick uh, from all his time spent with his family. Yeah, I mean, he cares about his family like very marginally more than he cares about everything else which is not at all right um so and like I, we we do know that the family that he's with now is not like his original universe family mm. except for theoretically marty right um and so like he th- there's a potential of like that kind of feeding into his worldview of like him understanding how the microverse works and that like kind of breeding a lot of like really uh like nihilistic kind of views of Mm. just reality right right and yeah so i guess uh what did you take away from the ending with him sitting dejectedly as the king shit was it king of the shit or king shit i think it was king of shit yeah yeah (laughs) <laughs> getting mocked by uh like hundreds of like holograms of himself mm-hmm. um yeah i mean it's obviously like you know profound <laughs> like for for a comedy show the, the, there there are like a number of times where uh there is a lot of depressing elements because like one of the main characters is like basically a depressed functioning alcoholic um right. and so i think i think it's just um rick having these moments of like kind of self-realization uh where he's uh not putting up this facade against the universe that he's uh like emotionally untouchable or like emotionally dead um Mm. and he we kind of saw this as well in the episode uh with uh unity the uh the hive mind that Mm rick had like a real uh, like a toxic relationship with right uh, at the very end he is like trying to kill himself and he like doesn't even you know kill himself mm. correctly right like laser thing because he passes out because he's so drunk mm-hmm. uh yeah it's very similar to that where he's just like he has kind of these highs and lows and these peaks and valleys right uh, yeah well what do you think what do you think of the whole like rick uh, plot line in this episode yeah I mean I, th- I thought uh, it, it's always fun to see the lengths uh, Rick will go when he feels someone has wronged him 
in yeah. some way, including reconstructing someone's meal and then going and threatening 400,000 children's lives uh, just to find out who, you know, took shit on his toilet. I mean, it was a nice toilet, in fairness to him. Um, I enjoyed the solo uh, joke at the beginning. You know, this is a solo adventure that's not going to be directed by Ron Howard. Yep. That was fun. Um, But yeah, I think it's interesting to see Rick um, drop some of his guard and try to... uh, try to maybe be a softer character after everything that we've seen him go go through the last few seasons you know what i mean yeah it's just kind of a matter of whether or not that's something that's gonna stick or he's just going to put the uh put his walls back up and continue on with uh with the next rick and morty adventure it's hard because it is a cartoon and oftentimes cartoons generally have a reliance on resetting the status quo every episode but i do believe that rick and morty tends to mix in uh the you know reset with season-long arcs fairly well yeah uh and then like i mean even looking back though we have instances about well with the the unity episode and also uh, i think pickle rick is also Mm. very uh, interesting examination of just kind of Rick's psyche and how he like views the world and how he'll like uh, just like like that was another episode where he was going to like these insane ends to like accomplish a goal mm-hmm. uh, and like the whole journey during that episode was like a, a metaphor for his own like uh, emotional journey to like kind of shut himself out from the like greater world right um, so yeah, I I don't I don't think that we've seen any evidence, at least in the past, that uh, this will really amount to anything beyond the, the one episode. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> we will see. All right, let's shift focus a little bit um, over to the Morty and Jerry side of this episode. Yeah, so we have uh, uh, right from the very first scene, uh, we have. Uh, Rick's new like intern slave introduced. Uh, what was this? What was the character's name? Glutie. Glutie, yeah. Short for Glutie's <laughs> Maximus because he's a bunch of butts. Um. <laughs> yeah, and, and Glutie uh, was uh, voiced by the uh, the aforementioned uh, Taika Waititi, right? Yeah. So I feel like every episode uh, we do of What You Could Show, it's about Taika Waititi lately. He's in The Mandalorian. He just directed um, Jojo Rabbit. And now this, this is, you know, he, he's on a hot streak for sure. Yeah, he's, he's going around. He's doing the he's doing the full Gambino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's blowing up. And so he plays uh, Rick's intern who really wants to make an app. Yeah, and so, so much so, and presumably Rick has like at least enough information to uh, to know that you shouldn't uh, be developing his app to the point where he has tattooed or stamped "Do not develop my app" right on top of uh, Glutie's forehead. Right. Uh, for Jerry, which, specifically. Uh, yeah, for pri- primarily for for Jerry, uh, which which you know obviously worked perfectly because it wasn't that. 
uh, not just 45 seconds after Rick <laughs> leaves uh, is, is Jerry uh, going against the the single directive that was uh, provided to him. Yeah, I love uh, Morty's reaction. Like that. Like obviously, it's something horrible. He's just too lazy to explain. Yeah. <laughs> Morty has got on enough uh, adventures with Rick to understand how uh, how he functions. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, they they, like make, they make this app, um, and the idea is that it connects you with your soulmate, but uh, underneath it, uh, it, it changes your soulmate very frequently. And while everyone's distracted, get falling in love with their soulmates, the uh, there's a more sinister thing at work. Is there not? Yeah, I mean, it's basically the app is basically uh, the Hang the DJ app, but right. you know, ridiculous, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody is immediately addicted to it, uh, which you know may or may not be a commentary on society. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, the app is is really just a, a way for society to uh, devolve into chaos, so that these uh, this evil uh, alien uh, can try and extract all of earth's water <laughs> yeah we find out when, get, when they rough up gluty a little bit um and you know they find out that this race of aliens is pretty cooperative if you rough them up at all or threaten them uh yeah, do they have a weapon no but uh, i don't either yeah that's so good <laughs> do you have a weapon no then to your leader whatever <laughs> or he was like, I don't know. This is I. I don't. I'm waiting for the shoe to drop. But uh, right now, this is working really well. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, we get to see Morty actually kind of take the lead, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, to show that he's learned a little something from uh, from Rick, mm-hmm. and to be able to kind of corral uh, Jerry's stupidity a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So they basically they find out the evil plan of Sam Neil the leader of this alien race, they go around making apps and stealing water from distracted aliens across the galaxy. And uh, they try to escape, and they seem like they might actually have a good escape plan, honestly. But uh, it doesn't work, uh, obviously. Yeah, I mean, General Sam Neill did not look very interested when they were, like, physically wrestling the weapon away from his little right? body right in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> he was just arguing with his wife. Oh, man. But, yeah, so, you know, uh, eventually Glutie lets them free and all that. Um, and, yeah, so what do you think of this side of this episode? Yeah, and also on the side of this, we have Summer, who is, right. you know, using this app and kind of the uh, we're, seeing the, we're seeing the chaos through her eyes, mm. mostly uh, with uh, Beth chasing her around, trying to <laughs> uh, rein her in and stop her from using the app. Yeah, flying uh, hang gliders, even though she doesn't know how to. Yeah, I mean, that, that whole, like, series of scenes was just, like, complete cartoon cartoonish ridiculousness uh like totally over the top just to be over the top i did like when they Um, were arguing at the motel and the guy's like like, we're at a motel none of us are here because our lights are in good enough place to like put ourselves into yours this is so good so funny it's like just like alternating yelling assault and rape So basically, just you know the the standard thing you hear in the motel parking lot. Right, right. 
Yeah, I mean, um, we've stayed at plenty of motels in our various travels for filming stuff. And, uh, you know, you, you keep to yourself if you're at a motel. You don't know what's happening. Yeah, you don't want to – you, you should put, keep your head down mm. and don't make eye contact. Yeah, you hope you don't get food poisoning from the complimentary breakfast the next day and you just keep moving. Yep. <laughs> or, like, caught in a crossfire of, like, a drug deal gone bad. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Ben, of course, the app is thwarted because of the ad in advertisements. Yeah, uh, the ultimate, uh, like, cherry on top of this kind of meta commentary <laughs> on, like, the tech obsession where uh, everyone uh, will get totally hooked on anything as long mm-hmm. as it's free. Exactly. Uh, I, I loved that, man. I mean, you actually have a background in this kind of stuff. What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we've kind of gotten to a point as a society, especially uh, in the tech space, where uh, people just expect things to be free. Mm. Uh, and, you know, uh, when you have to pay for something, it, it is like an enormous turnoff. Yep. And uh, it's to the point where people are like totally willing to give up their uh like personal privacy and data <laughs> just to avoid having to like pay a modest subscription fee for something yep. hey man it's it's so funny it's so funny because you're right it's like people will just be like yeah you can track my whereabouts at any given moment but i am not seeing a google stadia ad fuck that yeah. you can you can scan my face <laughs> so you can fake send me a soulmate mm-hmm. But the second uh, an ad pops up, I'm fucking out. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not paying ninety nine cents for your ad free version. <laughs> oh man! So yeah, all in all, I really liked this episode. Yeah, no, I think it was solid overall. I think it was another example of something that Rick and Morty does, uh, in my opinion, better than most other shows, mm-hmm. uh, which is just having a like a huge density of material within the time allotted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are a number of episodes that are like good examples of uh, of them like really efficiently using their 25 minutes of airtime or whatever mm-hmm. uh, where it just kind of feels like there's way more content and way more like jokes and way more uh, just like depth to what's going on mm-hmm. uh, beyond what you could really expect to uh, to fit into that short amount of time yeah man I mean obviously Dan Harmon's show community had a similar feel. Obviously Justin Roiland adds a lot in this. He's hilarious. The show is uh, one of the best comedies on TV right now. Live action cartoon. You, you name it. It's, it's just great. Yeah. I, uh, I'd have to agree. I think that it's, uh, you know, obviously I'm uh, here doing a podcast. <laughs> so, uh, Wouldn't be doing um, a podcast for free if it weren't an entertaining subject. Yeah, and uh, you know. But hey, maybe if uh, you guys tell your friends and family, we won't have to do this for free forever. I'm just saying. Yeah. Hopefully, we could get paid, and then you also don't have to pay us a yeah. subscription fee because then it seems like you would have to you would stop listening at that point. Right. Based on this episode. Yeah, we don't want to be running out. We gotta figure out a way around it. <laughs> anyway, subscribe to our Patreon. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, is there anything else you wanted to add about this episode before we? end this podcast episode um 
What was uh, what was your opinion on the part of the episode where Rick puts Tony into these this like Matrix style dream pod, uh, <laughs> where he like imagines himself in heaven with his wife? Yeah, I mean, um, is that Rick? I don't know. Is that Rick showing a softer side? He's not killing people who wronged him now. He's putting them into heaven, or uh, or is this something that's gonna pop up again down the line? I mean, there were a number of there other, were a lot. Uh, yeah, there's like ten at least other people in their uh, facility. So either there's backstories there, or mm. just like other people who Rick is wronged, but not to the point where he is like comfortable killing them. Right. He has um, a code, you know. I mean, I don't know if he. I don't know if he has a code. <laughs> I think he just kind of, he just kind of like goes, like flies by the seat of his pants. <laughs> he arbitrary, uh, arbitrarily casts his judgment on people, depending, you know, on how he's feeling that day. Yeah, whether his like empathy meter is at like a zero or a two. <laughs> Spot as high as it goes. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's that's peak empathy for Rick. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, I, uh, the only thing I really wanted to talk about was that uh, it's really cool how many guest stars that you can get these days. Seems like lots yeah. of people want to want to be a part of this TV show. Yeah, very high profile guest stars too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, a million years, I never would have guessed Sam Neill would be on an episode of Rick and Morty. So random, yeah. but really great. Yeah, I mean, I definitely didn't come into this episode expecting to hear Jeffrey Wright's voice either. No, so. right. <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh, man. All right, Ben. Where can they find you online if they want to give you a follow? You can follow me on Twitter, uh, at Ben Sharon. I uh, haven't tweeted a ton recently. Uh, if uh, if Julie Chen actually isn't <laughs> just trolling the entire Big Brother fan base and there is a Big Brother season coming up in the next couple of months, I'll... Mm be tweeting about that i'll tweet about big brother canada when that comes back yes i'll tweet about uh like shower thoughts and complaining about whatever is irking me at any given moment fair enough so if you guys want to follow for that definitely if you're a big brother fan you got to follow ben because ben has all the good takes on what's happening in the various big brother houses it's uh it consumes my life (laughs) in the worst way Oh, man. And uh, if you want to follow the channel, you can, of course, follow us at WG Everything on Twitter, on Instagram, at Wicked Get Everything on Twitch, at twitch.tv slash Wicked Everything. You can follow me on Twitter at the fake BMR. That's B-M-A-R-R. And, of course, our main YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash Wicked Everything. This channel is Wicked Good Podcast. We haven't reached 100 subscribers yet. You can help us out by dropping a sub telling your friends, anyone you think might be interested in hearing a Rick and Morty podcast, as if there's not tons of other YouTubers covering Rick and Morty this season. It's fine. You know, what's what's one more, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, I just, uh, everyone always has free time, right? You know, right. everyone's driving, everyone's, you know, you're, you're cooking dinner, you're, uh, uh, you're masturbating, mm-hmm. uh, just, you know, plenty of opportunity to put podcasts that we do on in the background mm-hmm. and just you know just like have it on we're, we're the we're the background noise of your life right? exactly we should i mean we certainly do enough shows i think feel like at this point we we could be 
yeah. Oh, yes. And before I forget, shout out Brian Wong. I told Dylan I would keep the tradition alive, shouting yep. Brian out. So, Brian, if you watch Rick and Morty and you've gotten to the end of this podcast, uh, let me know. And uh, we appreciate it. And, of course, we appreciate everyone who checks it out. And maybe uh, leave us a review on iTunes would be a nice thing to do, I would say. Uh, we have a Ford versus Ferrari review coming up soon, as well as another Mandalorian review. And then uh, we'll be back again to talk about Rick and Morty next week. Only right. three episodes left. Uh, it's gone so fast. Oh, man. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your day.